0: Toontown Public Works is not for kids, even though Sir Casey and I are childish cartoons.
1: We try our best to keep the show PG-13, but regardless, we do talk about a lot of adult content.
2: Stuff like weird sex things and, um, and butts.
1: We also have a Patreon now, where we post things like bonus episodes and periodic newsletters about things that are interesting us at the moment. So, yeah, check that out uh, if you're so inclined. Enjoy the show!
2: Ooh, The Blue Town Historical Society brings you the most ghoulish
1: cartoons from the public ta- <coughs> <coughs> I I can't do this. Uh, it's Tune town Public Works. You know the drill. <music>
0: Hello and welcome to Toontown Public Works, where we trudge through the sludge <laughs> and find the hidden bats. <laughs> oh no, I they're in the sludge! Save them! We gotta, we gotta save those bats. We have to get the bats out of.
2: We have to get the bats out of the sludge, guys. Oh this no! Is, this is like uh, this is just like what happened with the Axon Valdez.
0: This is true. Oh is- no! Oh god. <laughs> This is this is the new indie game I'm developing. So, um, get the bats out of yes. the sludge. Uh, I'm Ht the raccoon. I'm Casey the dog. I'm Cirque the cat, the black cat, because
2: it's spooky times. Ooh.
1: <laughs> 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 oh no, Cirque! Uh, but- you can't become an omen of bad luck right before we
0: record a podcast. Oh, yeah, we're already f***ed anyway. So <laughs> uh, let's. G- <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, this is a podcast where we, uh, watch cartoons that are in the public domain or otherwise easily accessible. Um, and now it's our spooky Halloween episode. Uh, so I guess to start off the spookiness is that, uh, I guess I'll mention that the new hotel Transylvania, uh, made, uh. $500 Five hundred million dollars, which is more than any other Sony picture film. Whoa! <laughs>
2: really? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's wow. amazing.
1: Wait, how did that happen? How? Yeah, it's the third iteration in a series. Is that? I mean, um, Toy Story three may have done that, but like, that's like a that's Toy Story different
2: three thing
0: entirely. <laughs> I mean, it's it's five hundred million worldwide, so it's not like just in the United States, but yeah, like okay. uh, around the world uh let's see yeah most of it was honestly overseas like four 478 million was from the go- global market <laughs> wow
2: yeah have any uh do you have any information on where most of that money came from
0: uh i mean i could check real quick here um uh, what do you think adam sandler is
1: doing with all of that money Uh, not
0: trying. (laughs) Oh, certainly that. (laughs) All right. uh, I'm just trying to figure out what specific demographics really resonated with Hotel Transylvania 3. Well, Um, to be
2: fair, the movie's not
0: that bad. I
2: I saw it. No. In tears.
0: It's all right. No, it's not. It's not bad. It's really not. It's fine. Uh, so it looks like the biggest one, uh, surprise, surprise to literally no one, was China, because uh, China basically sees all our movies now, and they're always, like, the biggest draws for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, other big ones include uh, Brazil uh, with $19 million, uh United Kingdom for $24 million, uh Russia for $19 million, uh and <laughs> uh Mexico for uh 26 million oh, uh, wow. for a second there I read for a second there I read that as Malaysia and I was like wow I did not realize that this this film had uh th- that big of a grasp in Malaysia of all places but there you well, go Well, apparently
1: the main country that takes hotel transylvania 3 for granted is the one it was made in
2: to be uh, I mean it fair that's not it's a very slapstick heavy movie, so that translates
0: really well. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. I guess that's uh, true. It, it, it doesn't need as much of a huge, like, translation thing, you know.
2: Hotel translation, Albania. Like,
0: I mean, domestic, <laughs> yeah, domestic, uh, it made, so, like, it still was the largest audience. Like, America gave it $1 million, uh, $167 million to it, but, like... Yeah, it's just... Uh, I don't know. It, it's interesting to see that just because um, it was the first Hotel Transylvania that I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, and, I mean, it was fun. It was really fun. And I think of all of, like the no-brainer type of like animated comedies for kids, um, I feel like Hotel Transylvania is the one I feel the least awkward about getting like, a bajillion dollars. You mm-hmm. know? Like... Uh, it's, it's like a, it's, other than the fact that it's basically straight propaganda, it's, uh, it's a, it's a fun film. It's a fun series with great animation.
2: There's no need to decry, like, the downfall of Western, like, filmmaking or anything because it made a bunch of money. It, it has Genndy behind it. It kind of deserves this. No, I'm I'm
0: not, I'm, I'm definitely not saying anything bad. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that, yeah. I just think it was interesting. Uh, I've heard that Smallfoot is good. I haven't seen it. I've actually meant to see it before we recorded, but here we are. Um, uh, so do you two have any news?
1: Um, Not necessarily news. I have something to talk about. Uh, Cirque, do okay. you have news before we do that?
2: Uh, like you, I have no news. I do, however, have something of an illuminating quality over... One of the shorts that we've seen in the past,
1: okay. um so why don't you go ahead and do your thing, and then I'll do mine.
2: Okay. So if you've seen this show before, you know that a couple like episodes ago we did, uh, well, in our like wheel segment. We came up with this short called Tell Me the Tubo, which is a stop-motion animated short about a walking, talking tubo. We didn't like his face. We thought he was creepy looking. Well, what we kind of like to do on Toontown Public Works with uh, cartoon shorts that we can't find on YouTube is that we will upload them to YouTube ourselves. Now... We we've gotten like a respectable amount of like views on the other ones. When we put out the Tell You the Tube short though, for some reason it's I guess it just resonated with people because it's up to about a thousand and two hundred views now. And I was like, when oh. I saw this, I was like, what is going on? So I did a little bit of digging and I went to Wikipedia, and as it turns out, this is a short with some history behind it.
0: Oh, no, I, I know. Um, I mean, I mentioned it in the episode that that this episode, uh, this short was shown off in is in the like the the props from the uh, short, including the Tabi the Tuba model or have in the Smithsonian as part of an exhibit of animation. Um, so that that is a thing that uh, I knew about prior. To. Is there anything more interesting or anything else like that's more in there?
2: Uh, There is actually a lot. It, is, uh, it actually has a lot of history behind it. It's, it's apparently based off a song from 1945 that turned into a big hit. It says, lyrics written by Paul Tripp and music composed by George Singer.
1: Yeah, I think our editor Alex was actually familiar with it <laughs> when, uh, when he edited it.
2: That would explain it. It also mm. got a full-on animated feature back in uh, 1975.
1: Oh, really? Like Hmm, a full-length movie? Yes, it did. Yes. Wow. Wow, that's... I hope that it didn't look as disturbing
2: (laughs) when (laughs) they made it (laughs) full-length. I wonder who played the frog. It says, has been translated into over 30 languages. Uh, Got a 60th anniversary reprint as a... story it looks like in 2006 so yeah this is more famous than we thought when we watched it
0: wow that is very interesting i mean the the story is famous and there's a lot of four famous stories out there Though so i will say i mean that's i i mean i feel like that part of the reason why is just because it does have some sort of an animated history past to it you know i mean Outside of like just the general legacy of like the story, which I knew nothing about, um, I mean it was obviously significant enough to be included in the Smithsonian. So, I mean, I it's
1: Yeah, although uh, it is isn't it odd though
0: that we it had uploaded ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I mean yeah. uh, part of me's wondering if that's just gonna get taken down sometime. Because of it, we'll but... see. It's, I feel like if we were
1: going to get like content ID, it would have happened already. But yeah, we'll
2: see. Yeah, that's true. Watch while our listeners is gonna rile us out now.
1: Yeah, we've got a <laughs> we've got a narc in our audience. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to listen to this. Narc, that's Halloweenish. Don't knock your friends you... out. That's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> um...
0: So, uh. What did you want to bring up, Casey?
1: Okay, so uh, as what seems to be uh, a, becoming uh, a segment on this show, uh, not officially, but just a trend, uh, I watched another Scooby-Doo thing, and I took a few notes. Uh, I Yay. watched Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Uh, yeah. Ooh. That's a yes, good movie. Which was, uh, I believe, the first Scooby-Doo movie ever made. Um, and it's like it was so uh just generally inoffensive that it was hard for me to come up with super funny things to say about it but i did write down a few things uh so uh spoiler warning for uh scooby-doo on zombie island if you uh, haven't as, seen
2: it you should it's good
1: as as requested i'm going to give uh let's say five seconds to not talk about it starting now
0: Scooby-Doo got
1: some work okay uh those of you who are still listening are on board for zombie island spoilers uh so uh this movie starts off actually very similarly to the live action scooby-doo movie uh where it's like oh all uh, the the gang has split up and they're adults now and they have to do adult things and they don't talk to each other anymore uh and uh, why is that such a common
0: trope
1: i don't know like it's it's different in this one because they 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 didn't leave because of animosity per se i think the reason uh so daphne's like a celebrity talk show host in this one and i think the reason she provides on a talk show where she was asked some very conveniently expository questions uh is uh like she (laughs) mentions uh Like, something about, like, well, they just all ended up being people in masks, so we just gave up. Uh, And, uh... uh, That's just fair. That's fair. Yeah, uh... And Velma works at a mystery bookstore, and Scooby is, like, he's a... Scooby and Shaggy work in customs at the airport, and Scooby's like a... (laughs) Scooby's like a drug dog, but for for contraband. So, like, they're looking for food (laughs) in people's luggage that they have uh, brought overseas... Uh, and they get fired for eating
0: all of the contraband. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> that seems like a bad idea. Yeah, no, I,
0: didn't a, I didn't realize this was. I didn't realize this is a prequel to Get Out, but yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> no, it's uh, so like it. It is sort of interesting. Like, uh, like I'm not sure what the timeline is for scooby-doo in general because like like this movie probably came out what late 80s early 90s so there was, there was a uh
2: seems like it'd be earlier yeah 2000s oh, wow, really? well later thousands
1: wow so so yeah like it's so i guess they're no longer teenagers they're adults now but they have shown no signs of aging or really changing <laughs> uh so whatever like uh this this cartoon has good jokes uh my favorite one is uh so there's there's this uh So there's this guy who, uh, he's the gardener.
0: uh, Hmm? Sorry. 1998. That's when 1998.
1: Okay. Yeah. So there's a guy, he, the, so there's the gardener at this like Louisiana pepper plantation. Uh, and, uh, and he's sort of the red herring character. Uh, and, uh, it's really funny because, uh, because Scooby and Shaggy, they're, they're being chased by a zombie and they run into this guy messing up his plants for like the second time, I think in the show. (laughs) And he's like, and he's like, you guys messed up my plans. And Shaggy's like, well, if you wanted to plan something, like, there's a dead guy following us,
0: <laughs> which I thought was a pretty funny line. <laughs> okay, that's a um, really good Shaggy impression. Uh,
1: thank you. <laughs> uh, sometimes I practice that one, but not always. Uh, so. <laughs> There are two musical numbers in them and both of them are like Sonic Adventure style butt rock, <laughs>
0: but, great. Uh, kind of but they,
1: yeah, well, they just, the funny thing about them is they basically just describe what's happening on screen. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it's like being chased by a zombie. It's scary in the moonlight and like stuff like that, you know, and it's really hokey. It's great. It's, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> um, and this movie kind of features a watershed moment. Uh, I think, for Scooby-Doo Canon, where Fred attempts to pull off the villain's mask and instead removes the villain's head because it's a zombie. Um and mm-hmm. what it what that scene does is it establishes the actual like the first actual supernatural thing to ever happen in Scooby-Doo Canon. Uh, and uh, it continues to imply the existence of a cat deity <laughs> in the scooby-Doo <laughs> this. The Scooby-Doo canon, like uh, so, essentially this movie decides to change the genre <laughs> of the entire Scooby-Doo universe uh, by introducing yeah. actual supernatural elements, which they sort of continued with. You know, like there was uh, Cyber Chase, uh, for example, where they get sucked into a computer, which isn't fantasy, but it's certainly not science.
0: <laughs> um,
1: and uh, and it's it, science uh, fantasy. Yeah, and between like that and uh and like uh like Scooby Doo and Flavortown, I don't remember the real name of that. Uh, but the
2: <laughs>
1: and and like uh and like all of the different series, Scooby Doo is not a dog. Scooby Doo is the name of a singularity in a multiverse. Um, <laughs> like his life spans decades. His friends never age. And between all of its iterations, Scooby Doo as a canon at this point is basically Gundam. <laughs> Like there's just so many
2: Scooby Doo um, endless waltz
1: yeah <laughs> and like this this cartoon has uh, voodoo dolls that you could consider horny and cat transformation that you could consider yeah you consider that horny maybe so it's a horny <laughs> movie uh, <laughs> and, like there's a Jesus. there's a part where like like it turns out that the cat demons are the actual villains and like. Like, Velma says, Shaggy, the zombies are the good guys. But it's actually established, like, in the first half of the film that the zombies, like, half of the zombies are pirates, and the other half are confederate soldiers. So, no, Velma.
0: (laughs) Pretty sure they're they're the bad guys.
1: (laughs) Pretty sure they're terrible (laughs) people. Um, Yeah, so... uh, And the other, just my last note is that in the landscape of Scooby-Doo, the addition of actual supernatural elements results in dialogue that you would have never heard or like even fathomed in the original like 1960s series. The line I wrote down specifically was their spirits have been avenged. Shaggy. They can finally rest in peace. (laughs) So so yeah, if you watch that movie for no other reason, like it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty fun animated film. I think, uh, it's a it's a good one for Halloween, um, and also the, uh, and it's it's really hokey, but I also kind of don't, enjoy that about it.
2: Don't the villains die like really grisly deaths for like a Scooby Doo movie? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> like they melt or something, right?
1: Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. The they put like like the they transfer the voodoo energy from themselves to them, like using pieces of their clothing. Uh, and the the voodoo dolls are made of magic wax. Like, that's what they describe is like, we didn't even bother to make one for Shaggy and Scooby. It would have been a waste of magic wax. And it's like, all right, convenient. You have magic wax. <laughs> uh, and so, like, that's what happens is the magic wax gets too close to a flame and they melt. So, yeah, I guess it is pretty grisly. <laughs> I hadn't really
0: thought about that. Um, all right. Uh, do you have any other thoughts? No, nope, that's it. Okay. Uh I just want to chime in real quick before we get added. Uh no, uh this isn't the first Super- Scooby-Doo movie. The first Scooby-Doo movie was like the really shitty stuff like the ones where like he meets up with like he, where Scooby-Doo becomes like a fuck like Oh yeah, yeah. If you becomes if you, like you a don't f- count- like a werewolf and yeah. stuff. If you don't count
1: the quote unquote Scooby-Doo movies, this is the first Scooby. Okay,
2: did you people just assume the but- good name Ghoul School? How dare you? Well,
0: <laughs> and there's also also uh I also want to let you know that, no, it's not the first Scooby-Doo that has supernatural elements. Um, Not including Ghoul School, we also have, like, the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, which had fucking Vincent Price in it, so there you go. Um, That one,
1: was that one really supernatural?
2: uh, Yeah, okay. I think he was a warlock in that one. All right. So provided provided
1: my very limited scope of what I have seen of Scooby-Doo, which is the original series, the new series, and this movie. This (laughs) um, this is
0: the... I, I'm not 100% sure on this, so, but I'll take the blame for it if I'm wrong. Uh, I believe this would be the first time that a traditional Scooby-Doo lineup, which would be, you know, uh, Fred, Shaggy, Thelma, uh, Daphne, Scooby-Doo, uh, all of them together in the same group. Without Scrappy. Uh, without Scrappy, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh th- and like the first time, all five them, like a traditional lineup of the Scooby Doo folks, uh, dealing with an actual supernatural threat. Yeah, but also and it was like also that's, the that's, first that time was... where it was actually taken kind of seriously too. Yeah, but like that, it's that actually was the... dangerous. Yeah, but that that was the framing device of the movie was
1: we've never seen something actually supernatural before. In fact, like it's that's what uh, that's what uh, Velma's new talk show. Wait, am I getting them? confused? Daphne's. Yeah, Daphne. Daphne's. That's what Daphne's new talk show. Is uh is uh, uh, supposed to be? She's like, well, this time we're gonna find real ghosts, and it's like, damn it, Daphne! Like, <laughs> <laughs> why is like why wait, why is wait. this why is this suddenly why why now after all these years of searching <coughs> for supernatural elements? Do you think you'll be able to find them in time to shoot a season of a TV show? Like, okay, you should but know more ghosts.
0: Like, what? Well, why is Daphne the one that's doing this? Like, I would maybe Freddie would be more appropriate. He's like the over chipper, enthusiastic guy who is super into this. Shit. Well, like, Freddy's Freddie's the producer for uh, Daphne's yeah, that's show. Right, that's
1: right. Uh that's And true. Uh, and Velma works at a bookstore.
0: And yeah, uh, yeah. So it's and I, I and of course Scooby and Shaggy can't be that because they're cowards. But like, I don't know. It's just it's uh, silly Scooby to me. And to Shaggy think. are
1: just useless. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah like I, I it's just silly to think that daphne like the very like the very very prim and proper kind of like uh like what character they would make jokes about oh i broke a nail or whatever mm-hmm. is the one that's like yes supernatural shit is real we're gonna fucking prove it god damn it um, yeah frankly it doesn't work but also i guess like <laughs> it couldn't have been
1: it couldn't have been velma though <laughs> Uh, no, no, because she, she's
0: too logical. Yeah, so so there I mean, you go. Why can't why can't it be like Freddie being the host, and then Daphne is like her his exasperated producer or something?
1: Uh, that might have worked better. <laughs> yeah, I really like know. I, I think like, I think I they know. were just I think they were just thinking like which member of the Scooby Doo gang, which member of Mystery Incorporated looks the most like a talk show host. That's probably where they started. <laughs> okay, um, I guess. You know. I don't know. Uh, I, neither, neither do I. That's a that's a pretty grand assumption. They gotta uh, give characters stuff to do, okay? Yeah, so... So, yeah, I don't know. Like,
0: that's... It's really... Yeah. Well, a woman really... can't be a boss of someone, especially a guy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, But... But yeah, no, no, it's uh, I I, I dug that, I dug that movie. I that's cool that you brought it up. Uh, I mean, I I actually did throw in a bit of a bonus uh prompt on the website that was uh, which we'll get to when we get to the prop stuff. Oh, but, all right. But okay, uh, but before that, uh, real quick, I just want to quickly highlight uh that I saw Big Mouth season two, which is finally out, uh. And it's really good. It's also it's really good, like in the same way that the first season is. Uh, but also keep in mind that it is a show that does not like it will show full frontal nudity constantly and not just like a little bit, but like constantly of like every type of person out there, like even like younger ones. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> well, all right. Uh. All right. Uh. With that. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get to the well. Uh, before that, why don't we talk about our Patreon? Oh yeah, that yep. thing. Okay, <laughs> I can't forget the Patreon. <laughs> Cirque's always the one who remembers. I'm good. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I feel I feel weird shilling, but okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look, that's so, what the Patreons for. Okay. 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 Well, now with the special background music now playing right now. Uh, It's spooky this time, I think. Uh, If not, then it's okay. You don't have to do the extra work, Alex, please. (laughs) Uh, But yes, Patreon. We have a Patreon. We uh, have... uh, Basically, we are running this podcast completely out of our butts, basically. And uh, we have two lovely editors, Alex and McKee. Uh, and they work harder than literally anyone else on this show. Uh, so we need to pay them. And the way we do that is through our Patreon. And the way you can help is by subscribing to it. Where and if you do, it's not just being, you being very nice. So if you want to be very nice and just give us like even bug, that would be really nice. But if you give us $5 or more, then you'll get bonus content. Like our, uh, podcast, uh, like bonus podcast, Toontown Nights, which we got a little preview of, uh, previous episode there. Uh, where we watch bad movies, uh, or, you know, at the very least like very contrived animated movies and then try to come up with nice things to say about them. Uh, we also have a newsletter where we talk about things that we really enjoy. Uh, and yeah, we also have polls for you where you can like vote on what episode, what we're going to watch on our next episode of two town public, uh, sorry, two town nights will be, um, so yeah uh just if you can spare the money then that would really be great if not i completely understand just make sure you let your friends know because we love having you around and it definitely feels like that really this show wouldn't exist without eki and alex honestly and i want to make them actually compensated and yeah, that, that's the main concern right now. So, uh, yeah, you could s- just go to, to-, uh, to pu- uh, Patreon.com slash TTPW. That's uh, Patreon.com slash Toontown Public Works. This uh, is, like, the abbreviation for that. And, yeah, you can donate there. So now, let us get to the main event. Cartoons, right? Uh, Yep, cartoons. Yep, classic cartoons from our DVD collection that we love. Well, well. All I right. mean, it is the spooky season, so I oh, figured are we, we are should. Are we doing this nightmare sh- again? We are going to watch some truly terrifying work, and by that, oh. I mean the clickbait animated garbage you see on YouTube. Oh God! And and forever in hell.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: So I have a list uh, from last year that I still have. You know, I blacked out last time of- we
2: did this, right? I can't remember anything from that episode.
0: Uh, well, too bad. Uh, you're going to have to experience it again. I, oh, I mean, you remember, <laughs> you, you, you remember the fucking uh, what was it? Uh, Zootopia Ties Go to SpongeBob SquarePants Bikini Bottom. You remember that, right? I think all I can remember is Blood and Screaming.
1: I
2: remember just my
1: legitimate distress. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: so here yeah, we go. <laughs> here Watching we fun go.
0: cartoons <laughs> like we always let's, do. Let, let's do that. Let's do that. God. <laughs> All right. So the first tune we are going to watch is
2: so do you have a separate wheel that you're that you're doing this on made of like bones and skulls and stuff
0: yes uh (laughs) and by that i mean youtube which is uh you know clearly clearly uh built on the corpses of millions so fun fact Um, we were gonna record this episode earlier except for the fact that youtube fell
2: down and died it's a it's a good website
1: oh yeah Yeah. that's (laughs) like the only youtube outage the only youtube outage the only youtube outage since like its inception happened exactly when we were going to record (laughs) this live
0: it was great we truly Uh, are cursed (laughs) anyway (laughs) tell us speaking of cursed we are going to watch a sh- uh, video called <laughs> "Scooby-Doo versus Zootopia: Best Detective Hide and Go Seek Game." The Engineering Family Funny Kids Video. How perfectly germane! <laughs> I know. Wow. How topical! I, right.
2: I, I recognize three of those
1: words in there from. I'll tell you. I'll tell you guys if it's better than Zombie Island. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> sure thing. All right.
1: gentlemen today we're gonna have some competition fun with who's the best detective the crowd's gone crazy
0: today. it wasn't uh, <laughs> 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 um so uh real quick uh this uh channel called the engineering family uh basically it's uh, a mother and a father who basically keep themselves anonymous and exploit their child's precociousness, pre- pre- precociousness uh, onto uh, YouTube, uh, and their channel is apparently <laughs> worth four point two million dollars. Man, how so, can we capitalize on the innocence of a child?
2: <laughs> there seems to be a subtext of a lot of YouTube videos of uh, people like being like. Oh yeah, we're a family, and we create content together, and also we exploit <laughs> our children.
1: I will say, it like this type of video this year. For some reason, seeing it a second time, it was just far less shocking, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> still, but still very interesting.
2: It's it's um, like it's like stumbling into like a into like a club of some subculture that like you never heard of, and you're like, what's going on here?
1: As far as this goes being compared to uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, I will say Scooby had more dialogue in this 10-minute video. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I think he talked more in this video than he's talked in all of Mystery Inc. (laughs) So. (laughs) So there you go. Yeah.
0: I mean, okay. So basic concept. Uh Judy Hops and Scooby-Doo toys are being pushed around and photoshopped into scenes to make a scene of them trying to find each other for Yeah, like contest. it's it starts
1: it starts in like a in like a wrestling ring where Fred is the the uh, MC uh, announcing that Scooby-Doo and Judy Hops are competing for the best detective. Scooby-Doo was never that good of a detective in those shows. That's he, what he was probably the uh, least good know. at. But. He
2: mainly, he was there for moral support, and also he would trip and fall down, the villain would fall over him or something. Yeah,
1: but most notable to me is this Fred doll. Uh, <laughs> it looks like there is a soul trying to get out of it. <laughs> like, have you seen yeah. that episode of Pokemon where Sabrina turns them into dolls? Yes. Yes. Like it looks like the Fred doll was a human being turned into a doll and is trapped <laughs> i don't
2: I <laughs> so, don't know about that. I don't think he, any human being has that level of chin. no, 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 it doesn't look like
1: a human being. It looks like a human being's soul trapped in a doll <laughs> <laughs> fair enough if that has if that has a look, that's what it is. This is a haunted doll <laughs> um, and yeah, so they're competing for the best detective, which i guess what detectives do in this universe is play hide and seek.
0: It's just i don't know, it's i i think that's part of how they get by like making so much freaking money. And it's entirely because like the whole concept involves like a little kid playing with her toys and It's hard to make fun of that.
1: Oh, yeah, no, Um, like it's she she has a beautiful mind. (laughs) Her playing with her toys reminds me of me when I played with my toys, Uh, except none of that was filmed. And if it was (laughs) and uploaded and I had grown up with that, I would die.
2: (laughs) Well, there's a reason why the parents are anonymous. I mean we're we're
1: assuming an awful lot, but it's hard not to. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so that's what this
2: is. It's not good. <laughs> uh it's ten minutes of antics really, and not very good antics. It's a lot like the it's a lot
1: like the SpongeBob uh one we watched last year. It's basically
0: the same gimmick. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I mean, that other one was a little bit easier to make fun of just because it was a grown man (laughs) playing with toys. Maybe. To be fair, this is,
2: this is also when you think about it, this is like the parents looked at this kid's video and they're like "Content," but it's like, it's just the kid playing around with dolls. It's you don't have to monetize everything.
1: Like I almost had the impression from last year's SpongeBob video that, it was like a, a sponsored video by the toy makers, uh, maybe no, because no. well, because he ends by advertising the toy set he was using, and it kind of set up an expectation to me like that that this was going to happen again, but it doesn't. Uh, well,
0: yeah, I mean, it, it, the the truth was it's just a genre on YouTube, which is toy channels, basically, yeah, and that's the whole concept. is just that people play with toys and then they then upload on the internet. And because it's, you know, rambunctious and spontaneous, it becomes funny and kids like watching it, which <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't say I wouldn't have watched it as a kid. Cause I watched some really dumb garbage as a kid. Uh, I actually came up with the idea of Let's Plays before Let's Plays were a thing. I just wanted to watch video games that I was bad at. uh, So then, and then, like, so I can watch before the story. And, like, that's basically. Remember, I. That that was me.
1: Remember Lego Studios?
0: Yeah. yeah. I remember Lego Studios. Yeah,
1: my dad. dad, Yeah, so for a while, Lego released, uh, like, a camera and a video editing software uh Mm -hmm. that uh was built specifically to be like the proper size to uh, to make lego movies on and my dad my dad dad bought me that set when i was a kid and i played with it a whole lot
2: wait 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 Wait. they they also released like lego sets with this and like steven spielberg was a part of it right yes okay okay i remember this
1: yeah so like like that was kind of like I sort of saw myself as the auteur of these like little Lego videos that I made all the time like me and my brothers I remember one time we got in trouble because what we did was we uh we filmed like i, I it was literally five minutes of this we filmed we t- we tied some uh we tied some like fishing string to our hot wheels and we turned on the treadmill so that it would look like they were driving on just a really wide road <laughs> and our parents got angry at us for playing with the treadmill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, uh, treadmills are so, dangerous. They'll launch you.
1: Oh yeah. No, they, they were very, It, it they are very hazardous. <laughs> so
2: especially when yeah. you're a little shorty.
1: Yeah. So that's what these videos remind me of in a way. That's except, cute. Yeah. Except it, I don't know. It's it, it. I feel like if my parents got involved and tried to monetize it, that would have been something different entirely. <laughs> so Yeah. So there you go. That's those are my final thoughts on this
0: video. Yeah, that's that's the final thoughts on for me as well. I just, God, <laughs> if the
2: if like if this was like just some kid posting stuff up, I'd be okay with it. It's just the fact that the parents are a part of it just sort of gives it a sort of crass feeling.
1: Well, what I what I love is just like all of the like SEO (laughs) keywords and the titles of these types of videos. You know, like it's called Scooby Doo versus Zootopia, Best Detective, Hide and Go Seek Game, The Engineering Family, Funny Kids Video. Like it's like you know, like the it's a honeypot. They're trying to get uh, they're trying to get kids to. Well, yeah, Mm -hmm. nothing nothing we haven't already discussed. (laughs)
2: I mean, it seems so, to be working for them. They got 4,072, uh, well, 400,000, 72,000. How do you yeah. say four hundred seventy-two thousand? Boom.
1: There you go. Good job.
2: I can do words and stuff.
0: I'm good <laughs> at this.
1: Let's watch another terrible, horrible video. No good, very yes. bad
0: video. Let's do that. So I'm going back to that special list I got here. Okay. Uh-huh. Here we go. Baby and mommy song bis- BST kids' songs and nursery rhymes. Uh, BST,
2: right. <laughs> no, I know that. That's the K-pop group, right? Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, I I'm guess we'll a, g- find out. I'm making I, a joke about BTS.
1: Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Okay. I'm I'm <laughs> hopefully un, unacquainted with K-pop. Uh, all right. Okay. This should be fun. Let's let's do it.
2: Let's watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, Johnny,
1: yes, Papa. It's wake-up time.
0: Okay, Papa.
2: Okay,
0: Papa. Get ready for school. (laughs) Papa. Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa, eating sugar. No, HC,
2: we have to record. We have to record now. It's recording time. I
0: I am recording.
2: Fuck you. (laughs) God. Uh, Just.
1: Yeah, so. This was a viral sensation. For a while, I guess.
2: When you see the when you see the the title of this, you don't realize.
0: Oh, it's this. It's it's basically the okay. So you know that meme, the Johnny do 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 Johnny that thing. Yeah, Uh, this is the same channel. Uh, Yeah, but it had
1: a lot of views. It had so many.
0: Oh Um, yeah, no, a ton of them. Uh, yeah, and. Like uh, over a hundred and thirty-one million, I believe. <laughs> Jesus. Um And uh, fuck me, what if this took place got- Gangnam Style as, like the most viewed video on YouTube.
2: <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were if- gonna be like, what if this became the new uh, highest hit from years ago instead of Gangnam Style? Let's let's imagine.
1: Let's imagine Gangnam Style. Uh, let, yeah, like let's imagine this is the song that. Played in uh, in all of our like s- the next generation school dances instead of gangnam style. I don't want. No,
0: them. this is but, yeah. way worse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, my favorite. Let's see. I took a couple notes like I do. <laughs> but yeah. Um,
2: where should we start and explain the meme first? I mean no. Well, uh, so okay.
1: yeah, I don't. It's a nursery rhyme and they made animations and they're bad. Um, and, and it has a dad who is a teenager with a 40 year old's mustache <laughs> <laughs> and a giant baby whose flesh is made of latex <laughs>
0: and sleeps with an ice cream cone. Apparently. Yes. Yep.
1: Um, a giant. So we we have not been clear enough about that. He sleeps with an ice cream cone that is. An anthropomorphic, Atari. an anthropomorphic ice cream cone that is very, very large. Uh, yeah, and snores and wears shorts. It's um, disturbing. It's very odd. <laughs> and uh, and the other, the only other note I had is that like there are there are a couple of graphics on this cartoon where they were just like straight up like flipped. Like they took the image and they put them on backwards. <laughs> like
0: well, uh, uh, I. I think that was true for practically every texture except for the water stamp that was in the top right logo the entire time. It almost like everything makes wonder, I was flipped.
1: I wonder if they flipped the entire video because like like for example there's a clock and all of the numbers on the clock are backwards and a school bus comes up and it says uh what a school bus backwards it says sub Ooh. <laughs> <Whoa>. and like <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh gee I
0: don't know sorry and I agree it's great, it, it's, it's just like god I mean it's just it's uh, I don't know it's it's just hard to really describe this I mean it's <laughs> It's, Th- that's the problem with this, and this is honestly probably why this might be the last year we do this. <laughs> uh, other than the fact that we hate it, um, it's it's just it's it's such a uh, hard thing to talk about because it's like it,
2: it's there's I mean very, it's very repetitious. It sort it's, of like revolves around a pattern of the Johnny Johnny yes Papa like nursery rhyme. Then just it to different scenarios and then having little interstitial moments where characters are walking to areas where they will then continue the rhyme again in a different context. It's 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 good for like babies and stuff, but No, it's not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean Okay, out of all of these, I mean for Okay, in terms of YouTube garbage you can put your child in front of and just fucking veg. Um, the this isn't the worst. It's weird, but it's not the worst. I mean It's not insane. I would say it's
1: ineffective the, since it's only three minutes long. Not very yeah. long
0: to veg. No. But like there's like this whole thing where um there's only one thing that really kind of bothered me. Uh, I mean, other than like how fucking terrifying that baby's model is, it's hair <laughs> realistic. It has no teeth and it just looks fucking dreadful. Yeah, it's, it's a
1: terrifying it's, facsimile of boss baby. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. is.
0: And, and like it has the weirdest fingers too. But anyways, um, there was a part where, okay, so Everything's to the tune of Johnny Johnny Yes Papa, which if you don't know the song, it's basically Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, but like not. It's, it's just Twinkle the words Twinkle are Little like,
2: Star with the uh, a different cadence.
0: Yeah, Johnny Johnny Yes Papa, eating sugar, no Papa, telling lies, no Papa, uh, open, open your mouth, out. ha ha ha. And. Uh, Basically, it's all done to the same things that now, for the most part, this special doesn't really follow that format. I mean, there's definitely things where it does. But then there's this one really weird moment where the mother makes the kid breakfast and it's just like some toast or a sandwich. It was a sandwich. That's right. Um, And baby takes a bite out of the sandwich and then the father just goes, johnny johnny yes papa eating breakfast no papa and it's just like what why why can't why can't the
1: baby behind his back
0: (laughs) look he's a shame he's a shame for eating this sandwich that his mother made and my god what a horrible family this is i just there's there's a hidden subtext
2: that the the mother and father they argue a lot
0: Oh, is it Mouch- Munchauser's syndrome, where, like, basically the mother's just feeding him, like, little bits of bleach until he's sick? <laughs> Jesus so he's, Christ. Take care of it? Oh, wow. Listen,
2: Yikes. listen, the anthropomorphic <laughs> oh, ice cream on. cone is there for a reason. He's there to sustain you.
0: Don't eat your mother's food.
2: <laughs> eat, eat your ice cream,
0: friend. That's why we bought him for you. <laughs> and if you thought that was especially morbid, that was in the sixth sense. Grow up.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: I'm not. I'm not actually serious about you growing up. I know that's a serious thing, but
2: you know. uh, I, I feel like before we like move on from this, I want to mention a certain special something about this company. Uh, I can them like the video itself isn't bad. The company itself, though, they are responsible for getting a lot of their content pulled from Twitter, like, meme-wise and stuff.
0: Oh, no, that, that it's weird. The most litigious groups on YouTube are these freaking, like, like, Family Fingers, Johnny Johnny, like, all these really ridiculous, like, knockoff things. Like, they're, like, the most... Hardcore in enforcing these policies, and a lot of them end up stealing assets from other companies, anyways. So it's just like it's 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 so fucked that this is the system we have. But it is. Uh, so there, there
1: you go. <laughs> YouTube will
0: collapse on itself eventually. Um, Someday uh, over
1: the rainbow. Yeah, um, uh, <clears throat> so. There you go. That was it. <laughs> let's get another one out of the way.
2: All right, let's I, get one more out of the way. I don't know. I can. Um, I'm feeling two. I don't know. Uh, we, are, we
1: are. We are against a clock. This is true.
0: <laughs> so let's go back to the list here. Spin the wheel. Oh. Okay, so this one's a little bit different, actually. Really? Because not everything on this list is clickbait. Oh. Some of you it, have. You
1: have filled me with optimism. Make my day, please.
2: I don't trust this.
0: <laughs> We're actually gonna watch what is considered one of the most infamously terrible animated shorts that actually got released. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> and it's called patty the pelican in piggy bank robbery okay (laughs) never heard of this (laughs) yep let's jump in Boys and girls, Patty on pelican is paying a neighborly visit to
1: Kenny Crow, a thrifty old bird friend. So let's join them. Well, <laughs> um, you know, you know was, what the f- that was more improvisational than the Scooby Doo one <laughs> that we watched earlier.
2: That was more improvisational than Popeye. <laughs> that had the. Ex- oh, it was
1: much more, <laughs> more improvisational than that. This was. This was it felt like the, the audio felt like someone edited it on.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say that this had the same tone as like a Dan Harmon improv session <laughs> or something. Like that's basically what it felt like. It was just like you're saying um, that
2: this this is the this is the skit that they rejected from the uh, Rick and Morty TV episode.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it's one of the multiverse TV shows, and for me, my God.
1: For me, this is the most painful of the three we watched. <laughs> really? Yes. I mean, this is this uh, is the one that I struggled with the most. And I think it's just knowing that it was made by professionals that really <laughs> killed me. <laughs> no, I mean,
0: I mean, in the business, professionals in
2: the business, in the writing business, we have a term called show. Don't tell. I kind of just wanted to scream at them to shut the fuck <laughs> up for a bit. Just oh, let yeah, the animation like- carry their work.
1: That's the that's the amazing thing about this is is all of the dialogue is a single person's stream of consciousness playing three separate characters.
0: You want to know what the fucked <laughs> up part is? This isn't the only Patty the Pelican cartoon that I've seen. In fact, I didn't know there was more than one. When I put yes. this on the playlist, I thought this was the one that I was saw previously, which involved like Patty the Pelican being in like a bucket. Like, being tossed around the sea, and it was incomprehensible. Like, in this one, like, you could, like, at least get a plot from going from it. The one with the bucket, I don't know what the f*** was going on. Yeah. He, I do not know what was going on. Here's the thing.
2: The description says that there's six of these. What? Uh, yeah. Yikes. Oh, no. So, like, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, the. So it's about Pouty the Pelican... His friend is a crow that owns a shop with a piggy bank.
2: He wants to buy a cornfield with money that he's saving up in a piggy bank. And a fox steals the piggy bank
1: and uses a fake pelican foot to make footprints to make it look like Patty the pelican did it. And then some shit happens
0: and it's over. So... (laughs) uh, Well, okay. I mean, here's the thing. So basically, yeah, like... I mean, first off, I want to say this right here, right now. This fox is cute. F*** you. This, all foxes are cute. F*** you. Um, yeah. Especially H- cartoon HG? ones. I, Even I'm the, still mystified by this. F- you. F- you. F*** you. F*** you. I have no opinion. F*** you. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, like, okay. So the plot, basically, what happens is, I think what happens is, like, so the crow sees the footprints throws a rock through patty's window it was like a brick. and then it was a brick okay uh and then like the fox then like, says, oh yeah he was totally the one who did it and then they check it try to drag him off to get him to jail or some shit but then like or like to the like the main oh right that's right to that to their the guy's house where like because like they wanted to show him the footprints or whatever. Uh, and then there was like something that I could not comprehend what they were telling, but I think the Fox accidentally admitted that he did it.
2: Uh, what happened and then was they, the, you know, the Pelican footprint, like stick thing.
0: It fell out of his pocket. Yeah. Well, no, but they knew about that beforehand. Like that was, I mean, he, they, they see. So there was a part where like they're the Patty's just like furious, and he's just saying like rah rah rah, rah and the fuck's are like, uh, uh, and then he eventually admits to that him being the one who did it. And then since run away, and when they were running away, that's when they lose the he loses the stick with the foot on it.
1: Ah. Uh. Um, so many problems that could have been solved if they had just written a script. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, like, the, the, the fucking bro- crow just takes the coins out of this piggy bank uh, after the foxes it back and just throws it at the fox's head. Like, the piggy bank itself at the fox's head. And that's the end of the cartoon. And, like, I mean, again, I don't think this is irredeemable because unlike the other Patty the Peloton cartoon I've seen, this one has a plot. And that's more than I can say about others I've seen, or at least the one other I've seen. Uh, and two. But the it's not that good. I know, but it's better than no plot and not comprehending a single goddamn word that's being said. Um, at least here I could actually understand some sentences here or there. Uh, and also, this the other one didn't have a cute fox in it, so fuck you. Um, I don't know. I, I'm ju- I, I look, enjoyed I'm, myself. I'm just saying that you deserve better. I'm not saying I don't deserve better. I just deserve all foxes. That's my thing. Um, but yeah, it's, she's slumming it tonight. People (laughs) shut up, (laughs) but okay. So I didn't hate this. I, I loved it in the same way that I love some really, truly awful garbage (laughs) that comes out of like (laughs) stuff that people like riff on mystery science, your thousand or whatever. Like it, 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 It scratches those itches for me. Speaking Uh, of, yeah, the uh,
2: the theme song at the beginning that sounded like you know you know the sound that they do for the uh, ice cream bunny and the uh, Santa Claus meets the ice cream bunny video. Oh
0: God, yeah, yeah.
2: The theme song sounds like they took those sounds and then they made a song out of it.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly. That video, it's great. It's real good. Um. Okay, I mean I've seen like okay, here's here's my honest to God opinion. We've seen worse cartoons from the DVD collection we've watched. Hmm. I'm struggling to think of which ones.
2: Clutch I mean, cargo. Clutch cargo mm, was way longer, this it is was true. Bad.
0: yeah. Longer, way lazier, because at least this had animation in it. This cartoon and wasn't. Also racist. wasn't <laughs> racist.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But in terms of uh, in terms of being some um hmm, it's just the it's just the the real thing that I hate about this is just the improvisational aspect of it.
0: Well no <laughs> like I'm not that's saying the only, that's good. the only
1: thing that I think is worse than clutch cargo in this. <sighs> not 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 to give credit to clutch cargo. That 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 cartoon was awful and long. But, uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. Listeners, I can't
0: eat this. I can't. Listen, it's not good. It's terrible. If I saw this on Saturday morning, I would hate it. But as a person in my stance today, here and now, I fucking love this. Shit. So, you know what? I'll, I'll devour your horrible, horrible garbage. Okay.
2: <laughs> Listeners, to illustrate how bad the uh, improvisation is, I believe wholeheartedly that if they just shut the fuck up for a little bit, This would go from a five-minute cartoon to a three-minute cartoon.
0: No, no, because, yeah, it's exactly that. Because, like, literally any time a character's on a screen, there's some noise coming out of the mouth, even if it not remotely matches the lip sync at all. And, or even if it's in, like, the, like, just, like, they do the thing that Danger Mouse does, as in, like, the original Danger Mouse does, is that whenever there's, like, a long scene of a character just talking, like, like a lot of times they'll just hide the mouth so they don't have to animate very much. And that happens quite a bit in this. That's pretty great. Um, I don't know. I, I find laziness like this hilarious and I can't, I can't hate it. It's really, it's true.
1: <laughs> I get what you're saying. I
0: understand. Okay. So, now that we got the bad stuff out of the way, as a chaser, I'm gonna give you to an option. Okay, a couple options actually. Uh, so uh, actually, hold on one second here. He's shoveling this sh-
2: back into the sh- pile, folks.
0: Yeah, all those bad YouTube videos—they oh. they're
2: being sent to a good place where they will be burned. Will None of, of this.
0: Again. None of this is going to be on the actual podcast. Don't, yeah. Um, okay. Heart, poopy, so I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you two options. We're gonna give you something that's, uh, spooky that we've talked about briefly on the podcast before. Okay. Or something that's amazingly cheesy, but might be the pick me up we need. <laughs> what would you prefer? I'm in a gambling mood tonight.
1: Which one is shorter?
0: Uh, The spooky one.
1: I think we should watch whatever one is shorter just because we are against the clock tonight.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, so with that, our bonus short we will watch, the one that's actually good, will be an old Kablam short oh. called Anemia and Iodine. Okay.
2: Oh wait, yeah, we have mentioned this on the cartoon on the
0: uh, Yeah, someone cartoon. someone
1: mentioned it in one of our prompts. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was like a something that was like a I think it was like failed pilots or something like that. Um and this is basically an old short cuz like Complain was like a place where like a lot of like pilots could like show up if they couldn't get like an actual like release for like like a long-term series. Um, sometimes i even ordered multiple episodes but yeah like it's um the the concept is just there's a spooky goth girl and a hyperactive like little lizard girl and they go to a spooky house because there's a ghost cat there so let us watch this classic short
2: I'm almost disappointed
0: oh. that it ended at the point that it did. I wanted to see more. I mean, that's true of just in general, this kind of shit, you know? Uh, it is, it's, it's just sort of a, it, I mean, it's a, it's a really good short. I just want to put that up right now. Uh, it is a really cool looking short, a really, really uh, gorgeous art style and everything. Um, it, it, it does, it does end a bit soon maybe, but that's just probably because like the limitations of what they had, you know, I don't know. I get that. Um, I would have really liked to see it syndicated though. Oh, for sure. Like I think, this I is think like, that
1: it, I think that it would have evolved into a really great series.
2: I think so.
0: I really do. Oh yeah. I think so too. Like, I think this is a, I've seen worst pilots for shows
1: Definitely. and I don't
0: mean that to be in a backhanded way I mean that like in a genuine no, like worst,
1: worst pilots for shows that you ended up loving
0: yeah exactly Yeah, um, I have too so uh, real quick I wanted to talk a bit about the creator of this cartoon uh, Christine uh, Kittier I have no idea if I'm pronouncing it right I'll you know I'll, it's spelled uh, K-R-Y-T-T-R-E that's their last name um, and they are really interesting, uh, really, really interesting just in general. Like, uh, so, uh, they are apparently a pretty prolific artist. Uh, like they're famous mostly not for like anything involving animation at all. In fact, for as far as much as I can see here, this is her only attempt at making an animated series of any sort. That's a shame. Uh, I would really like to see her G more. I mean, but the thing is, though, she has done a lot of stuff involving animation. Well, not animation, but, like, drawing and stuff like that. Because she is uh, a big uh, alternate comics artist. Oh. Uh, she, uh, like, she's done comics called uh, Weirdo, Raw, Women's Comics, Tits and Clits Comics, uh, The Narrative Corpse, Comics 2000, Snake Eyes, Art Forum, Buzzard, and Twisted Sisters. Uh, and, uh... Her relationship with uh Dory Strata, which is uh, chronicled in the story, uh the story uh Bindos From Hell, which also which appeared in an issue of Weirdo, so she is also gay. Um, and honestly, uh that surprises literally no one who's ever seen this short because there is no way these two main characters are not in a in a relationship. There is no <laughs> way they're not. They are completely <laughs> gay. Um uh, Am I wrong? Like they are totally like they are like the perfect goth butch couple. It's kind of They definitely didn't seem straight
1: to me. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Uh so like yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a she's got a really really cool career that she has. She has a website where it shows a lot of her art, which is uh according to Wikipedia, described as uh, scratchboard gothic, which I can say is pretty close to what I could see there on her website page. A uh, lot of animal-looking things, just cool, gothy, scratchy art, uh, sometimes on chalkboard, sometimes on black paper, uh, and just a generally cool comic artist and main other kind of art, too, including uh, something that was, like, protesting, uh, like, the stuff would, uh Uh, at Guantanamo Bay and uh, she also did uh, she had a whole series where she did really goofy things with taxidermy like making a rabbit wearing a gas mask and stuff (laughs) Uh, she sounds neat yeah it's she's got a really prolific prolific, interesting career uh, and it is a shame that this cartoon didn't evolve into something more significant uh, in terms of like an actual show or anything like that um it is it, it it's cool that it exists and it's also just a really neat piece of art from a really neat artist, basically. Um I mean did we even talk about the plot? I mean I don't we think we have either. not yet. We've mostly been
2: focused on uh this badass here.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, uh, the style and stuff, which are uh um, I don't know. I think like, the plot's good, but I think that I think that the the elements we are most excited about are the ones we
2: talked about. We do the oh, yeah, characters though, I think. Yeah, we did. No, the characters.
0: Yeah, like the characters are really really well defined and interesting. Like uh 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 I can never pronounce her name. What is her name? A- Amnine? Uh, Amelia? Amelia? Anemia, rather. Anemia. Anemia. Anemia, yeah. Anemia, uh, she's like this gothic uh, type, but she's not like, like a Dumas Gloom kind of like. She's actually a happy goth, which I really enjoy. She's just enthusiastic about death and the afterlife and all that. She's got she's got, and, she's like, got that feeding Victorian ghost
2: ghost go. Actually, go ahead.
0: Well, yeah, she she's excited about feeding ghost kitties, which you know is great.
2: Yeah,
0: mood. Um, yeah, it's exactly eternal um, <laughs> mood. And then iodon just is really rough-and-tumble type of gal who rides a skateboard and, right, like, wears spring shoes and, like, takes no sh from anybody, and it's great. I love it. Um, and it's just, it, basically, the premise is that they go to a haunted house where there is supposedly a haunted cat, and then their little, bro- the uh, Aminia's, uh, whatever, I don't know. I'm sorry, I have a mush mouth. Um,
2: <laughs> the good. goth
0: cat, uh, the goth cat lady that is. Uh, his little brother comes along and scares them, and by accident, and then like uses them to try to bait the cat ghost and all that. Um, but it, it's just it's a cute little short, and I also remember distinctly that the ending where the cat became like a demon monster scared the shit out of me as a co- child. I know that for sure. That is it, that is kind of adorable, <laughs> because <laughs>
1: like as an adult, like that's
0: I don't know. <laughs> oh no, it's 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 a benign sort of creepy, especially nowadays. Yeah, but like as Back cute in the to me. day, I was I was not expecting at all this cat turning into a demon thing, and it petrified me. <laughs> that's her deal. Um, Get
2: on, baby HT. <laughs> but yeah it's
0: it's a it's it's a fun short i think it's a really fun short uh i really is love is there it. anything else we want to add or, um, yeah. uh, i actually didn't like the other
1: character <laughs>
0: that much well the little brother yeah, yeah well i, I thought mean, he a was a kind of character. annoying
1: uh like i don't know like whatever though like it's fine <laughs> yeah you Uh, stick
0: it to this really old cartoon that's never going to have a future in any way whatsoever i don't Um, want to i liked it (laughs) so uh so yeah i don't
1: know i i guess not really a whole lot else i just think every i did notice that uh the uh the main character uh i'm i think anemia was uh that that was the purplish cat right There's yes yeah. yeah like her nose was a uh, saint peter's cross <laughs> oh that was kind of cool idea. yeah oh sure that's a nice little gothish detail <laughs> that's fun
0: <laughs> that is fun i like that yeah anyway also, yeah this is a
1: great cartoon watch
0: it i think
2: it's weird i can't place iodine's vh she sounds
0: super familiar to me it's it's fed up because it's like I was actually looking up like IMDB for this episode, but there's like nothing out there. In fact, if you just go by her IMDb, uh uh Catherine doesn't really have much of a presence. Like she was a visual artist, like a special effects artist for like the movie Ray. Like the the as in like the uh the the piano man Ray movie, you know, that biopic. that's
2: okay
0: that's the only thing that she has a credit for other than kablam and then like this other like comedy movie that i can't even remember but it wasn't like a good one or anything so um (laughs) cool um, world she was also on cool world somehow (laughs) (laughs) yes no because then it'd actually be cool um anyways (laughs) um but yeah it's a it's a fun short i really dug it i'm happy we had this as our chaser (laughs) I'm glad to.
2: I found it very enjoyable and very seasonal.
0: Okay.
1: Why don't we do our prompt? Yes. Let us do our prompt. Let
0: us do that ding dang dong prompt. Now that we are out of the hell, that is YouTube. All right, so first off, what we're going to go ahead and do is we are going to talk about previous prompts. So uh, every week we give out a prompt... That uh, we basically asked our guests or asked our audience to respond to them, um, providing, uh, like, you know, involving a bunch of different subjects. If you want to respond to a prompt we've had in the past, you can always email us at at, uh, Toontown Public Works at gmail.com. And you can also respond to the most recent ones as well. Uh, But before we get that, let's go to the previous prompts here. Okay. So we got a. uh, a response from Viviku, uh, who says, Hey guys, uh, I keep forgetting to do the, uh, super cartoon heroes prompt, and I hear someone took mine. I grew up watching Cyber Six with my mom and sister. Uh, you guys were, uh, you guys were close about the story. It's an Argentinian comic that got turned into a short series that was made in Canada, represent, um, it was made about a boy who fell off a cliff and was remade into a super weapon shaped like a hot lady by a mad scientist uh she de- she defected and is now hunted out by said scientists so she can so she took the role as Adrian, an English eat teacher at a local school, and at night she fights off monsters of the week that are sent after her Uh, hmm.
2: That's really neat. I, I
0: didn't know that. It, I didn't know that first part
2: there.
1: I do remember being very curious about that one when we talked about it last.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like I I, I can't say, uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. That's for sure. I, it's just it's 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 a weird subject because it's like I I have no connection to this series. I've never even heard of it, but apparently a lot of people love it. And you know what? More on ya. I'm super happy that you found something that you like that no one else does, because that's always a very special thing. Uh, Even if it feels weird, you know, like, sometimes it feels weird that, like, nobody else really knows what you're talking about, but at the same time, you have a little thing that can't be tainted by a terrible fandom. (laughs) So there you go.
2: (laughs) You know, with how many many people, like, talk, like, say really nice stuff about cyber six, I might have to look into it. It sounds real good. That...
0: Thank you so much for helping us clear up the, uh, the plot. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so very much. Um, She also wrote in with uh, more here, but uh, we are going to talk about uh, who first answered the prompt here. Uh, So that's all the previous stuff we got. So right now, uh, at least as far as I can manage here i am sorry if i missed you i am really truly sorry it's been kind of a hectic month (laughs) um but uh we got our prompt for the episode that we had last week was or the week two weeks ago rather um was what food from an animated movie or show do you want to eat and we specifically said that if you said miyazaki food you have to be specific or else it doesn't count you know what? You want, here's a spoiler. Uh, some people cheated and didn't. They just <laughs> said
1: Miyazaki food.
0: Yep, and oh, well. those people, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I mean, that's uh,
1: fine. Every, everyone wants to taste the Miyazaki food.
0: That's so. for sure. I mean, I definitely do. That's why I made a specific clause against it. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, so our first response came from Mycroft. Hey, Mycroft. Uh, so... Welcome back to the show, Minecraft. Um So he said, I could spend all day coming up with some things, uh, but I'll go with the cake that Mickey Minnie Mouse bakes in uh, the Mickey Mouse short called The Little Whirlwind. I had a VHS tape of cartoons as a kid, including this one. I watched it over and over again and salivated over the cake for the longest time. Three layers, pink frosting, and a cherry on top. It looked so good. It is the earliest memory I have for animated food that I actually wanted to eat. Uh, the short itself is posted on what looks like an official Disney channel on YouTube, so that might be, meet your uh, definition for accessible. Uh, it's about seven minutes, but okay. Um, hmm. uh, should we yeah. throw that one so, on the list? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we should put, it like, a Mickey Mouse cartoon on the list. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Uh I know that I could probably put Steamboat Willie on it because Disney basically put that one right up on their YouTube channel. But, um, but yeah, that's that might be something we want to put on the list. So, thank you very much, Minecraft. Yeah, thank you. Um,
2: thanks for getting,
0: thanks for getting that answer to us. We appreciate it. Uh, and looking at this uh, cake, yeah, I, I completely agree, and I actually distinctly remember. Really wanting this cake as well as a kid. So you are not alone, Minecraft. Uh this is a really good, good looking cake. Um let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh yeah, let's go back. Let's go to uh Jane, who wrote in. Uh Jane said, uh, hi fellas, longtime listener, first-time caller. Uh, my answer to this week's prompt is the honey from literally any Winnie the Pooh cartoon, which is weird because I'm not a huge fan of the actual real life honey, but I have very vivid memories of being totally captivated kid about how delicious the animators made it look. That is uh, such a good answer. It <laughs> is
2: a very good answer. That because I wanted to, I want to eat that too. Yeah, the animators yep, I, made it look like the uh, the Greek mythology ambrosia.
0: Oh no! Like literally, the episode about the land of milk and honey that they did was just like in like that just oh that that episode made me compl- like so hungry every time i watched it it's just good stuff i always wanted to have like i remember one time i had my mother make a mixture of milk and honey while watching that cuz i used to watch <laughs> one a lot and it was actually really good shit too so there you go um uh uh but yeah uh, jane also said uh keep up the good work uh with this podcast as many uh th- as Uh, Thanks to you, good good boys, for always bringing my work week. I've attached a photo of my pupper Scout, so I will now show you a picture of Scout here in the chat. Show on to us, the
2: dog. Give dog. There you go. There's the dog. (gasps) Oh, that is an extremely good good boy. boy. That is a good good dog. I wish you Pat. I love him. I love bandana. I love this dog. Oh, look at that. He's got like a little Christmas bandana going on.
0: Oh yeah.
1: He is smart and talented.
0: <laughs> True talent. A, a a a gift for this generation. Um so uh thank you so very much Jane. I that the for the words and the cute dog that is great stuff. Uh that dog is the
2: best and, thing that's been in this uh in this podcast so far other than Anemia and Iodine.
0: I mean like just in general our podcast cuz yeah, oh uh, sorry this podcast episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um so let's go back to uh VVQ uh who uh also had a response for the most recent prompt as well. Uh and they said uh I'm a cheater, and I'm doing uh, Miyazaki food and saying that, that damn buffet in Spirit Away. Ever since I was a ch- kid, I wanted to put anything in uh, Chihiro's parents were eating into my mouth. I am salivating just thinking about it. Anyways, that's why I'm going with my answer. But you'll turn into a pig.
1: But you'll turn into a pig.
0: I mean, some people are Maybe okay with that. that's one
1: of the benefits.
0: <laughs> Nobody gives <laughs> shit to pigs Point. about eating a lot of good food. There you um,
1: go. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was specific enough to count for what we uh yeah. Yeah. For specific our, our stipulation. Fun.
0: Uh yeah. So thank you very much Vivacue. Thank you. Um we also get our prompts from Twitter as well. Uh, our Twitter is uh Toontown Public. Uh, you can reply to the message we release after every episode is released that to you know, say your answer for the prompt. And we always ask you to put the hashtag uh Toontown Public in it. Um, so we got a response from, uh, Camtrip7, um, that said, uh, the dog food from Oliver and Company, especially in the scenes with the poodle. It is ambrosia. It looks mushy, crunchy, sweet, and savory all at the same time. At least how I perceived it as a kid when I was watching tape before bed, extremely sleepy. Pretty interesting choice. I mean, it's, it's an interesting choice, and I cannot poo-poo it necessarily because there are definitely weird things I've seen like cartoon animals eat that I'm just like, yeah, I I I, I munch on that. I totally munch on that. Uh, there's definitely been dog food I've seen on TV that just looks really good and I want to eat it. Just in general,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I get that they they gussy up like food
0: a lot for commercials and stuff. It's
1: it's funny because dogs want to eat your food too.
0: That is very true.
1: Is uh, and they'll probably back. enjoy it
0: more than I will. <laughs> so you should um, trade. <laughs> <There> <laughs> clearly, clearly. Trade um, with dogs. I mean, everything that KC eats is dog food, so. This is true. Um, 100%. Um. So thank you very much, Cantrip. Thank
2: you for your answer, Cantrip. Um, it, it was a neat, out-of-the-box
0: decision. We also got a response from StubbaDub, who said, Sorry for cheating with two answers, but I thought the Julian fries from the opening of Aladdin looked good as a kid. Uh, I also thought uh, that these looked delicious. And he's talking about the bugs from The Lion King. Uh, speak- <laughs> he's also I've
2: mentioning heard. that the uh, dog food from Oliver and Company uh, looked good. He was responding to a cantrip. Was he? Yeah, he okay. was.
0: Okay, fair enough.
2: Um... There is a reason that they sell them at Disney, the uh the bugs
0: and like gummy like shapes and stuff. Oh, for sure. Uh honestly, that specifically the gummy the the, the the grub that uh that uh what's his face? Simba Simba suck like like sticks in his mouth and sucks like a spaghetti noodle. I wanted to eat that as a kid really badly. <laughs>
2: Well, they do uh, color them to look appealing.
0: That is very true. It's got,
2: it's got a nice cherry look to it.
0: All right. And then we got response. So thank you for stuff that Stubbadoop. We also got one from uh, Dr. B here who said, uh, I actually wouldn't mind one of the donuts from the Big Donut in Steven Universe. I always love enjoy a sweet pastry, especially a donut one. And you know what? That's not a wrong answer in the slightest. That is a good, good answer. Uh, very good. I mean, donuts are just good. I mean, I, I don't think we can really elaborate further on that. They're just good. They are. They, they're pure and holy bits of crust. It's very, you...
2: it's very very hard to fuck <laughs> up a donut.
0: Yep, very hard indeed. Um, so thank you very much. Thanks, B. We also had some uh, responses from other folks here. Um, let's see here. I mean, we got one from Boontown Fox, which is a picture of the Fox uh, Sherlock Hound like stuffing a sandwich in his face, which
2: it's very Dagwood ask.
0: We also got one from uh, Radical Fennec, who just pictured like released a gif of like some characters from Lupin the Third eating spaghetti, which that is that's, some
2: that's good. that is some. Getting, I good always looking
1: want
0: some spaghetti. Spaghetti is always a good thing.
2: I'm not like the biggest expert on Lupin the third, but this may be from the uh, movie that Miyazaki directed, which would make sense.
0: All right. There you go. Uh, yeah. That's probably why they did it. Cause I said Miyazaki food, but there you go. Um, uh, and as a bonus prompt, which if you, uh, I, I kind of posted it just on Twitter here because I wanted to get, spend, like have some engagement happen despite the break that happened there. Um so if you want to respond to this one in a future episode through like uh our email at toontownpublicworks at gmail.com, uh you can go ahead uh and do so. Um but I put as the bonus prompt favorite scooby doo villain. Oh boy. Oh. Uh and uh we got a couple of responses for that. One from Antrox uh Antrox Kobatsu at his suit uh I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say Antrox because that's the one I can pronounce. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, but but they said uh, Simone and Lena from Zombie Island,
2: hey. which are
0: the cat ladies, right? Spoilers. <laughs> Casey,
1: sorry. I was I was googling Scooby Doo villains so I could <laughs> figure out what my <laughs> <No>. <laughs> answer was. That's why I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, no, that. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh they uh yeah the i mean it's a that's a a big spoiler that uh <laughs> that they're the villains of that one but yes they uh <laughs> they uh are very good.
0: <laughs> yes. Um so thank you Antrox. Uh we also got another one from Doctor B. Uh this one about the uh Scooby Doo villain one it said uh favorite scoobert Dubert villain has to be the Phantom Virus. Mostly because he's the only one I remember, plus his design is neat. Uh he's the one from like Cyber Chase, I think.
1: Uh, I would guess as much. Maybe.
2: Casey, Wait, you are I? you are our crime fighting dog expert. Tell us. I The Phantom I Virus. I don't know if
1: I'm an expert as much as a student.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, dog scholar. The
1: Phantom Virus. That sounds I think that's right. I I don't recall. Like it's I watched so Cyber Chase. We rented it. Yeah, it's the, the when Cyber I was, Chase one. Yeah, when I was young. Okay. Yeah. So he looks like a big lightning man. Big lightning man. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a strange plot for a Scooby Doo mystery. By the way, <laughs> that
0: one's very. You know what weird. he looks like? Huh? You know what he looks like the 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 smoke guy from the cartoons All Stars to the Rescue. oh my god like he's the villain for that. he kind of looks like that doesn't he yeah like just give him like a tweed suit or some
1: yeah i get what you're i get what you're getting at
0: you're not yeah (laughs) um
2: so guys what are your favorite scooby-doo villains
0: well first we gotta talk about our favorite foods from cartoons so let's go with that let's do this first uh so who wants to go first
1: um i guess i I could
2: I got two. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I've also I've also got two. The the thing about the two that I picked is I picked the ones I was most curious about when I was a child, and as an adult, neither of them are things that I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. So, but s- still, that that filled me with curiosity in my childlike wonder. Uh, the first is the raindrops from uh, a bug's life that they have in the bar. <laughs> oh,
0: oh yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, remember that? Like it, you, like it, there's like oh, it looks like they are holding water and dr- drinking it in a little bulb. You uh, can do that. The now. funny thing, yeah, I've actually, I've actually made raindrop cakes with agar agar, and they do look like raindrops when you make them, and they taste like nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: oh, it's oh, It's a food that's, that that's, tastes like nothing. <laughs> that's like crushed dream right there.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm sure you can flavor it. Like you could, you could probably fill them with fruit, or you could, uh, you can, you can use flavored agar agar. You can do a bunch of stuff, but like, just plain, like it's it's like a seaweed type thing that you mix with water. It's used, uh, it's used as a vegan alternative to gelatin a lot. But yeah, raindrop cakes. Look that up, because if you if you are curious what it's like to eat water, like they do <laughs> in that scene. Uh, in a bug's life at the bar, then uh, that's the closest you're going to get. Uh, and the other one was the Jawbreakers from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Uh, specifically, oh, there was an episode uh, where, like, I, I don't remember the plot of the episode, but, like, it involved, like, a fantasy where someone has, like, a Jawbreaker bank and it's, like, full of oh, Jawbreakers yeah. from different countries with colors. Like, and yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I remember seeing it and being like, whoa imagine like having so many flavors of jawbreakers but at the time i didn't even know what a jawbreaker tasted like i eventually went around the corner to the uh we had a we had a candy factory in the neighborhood where i was growing up uh and i i went around the corner and they sold them for nickels so i bought like a whole bag of them and i didn't really like them because they're just sugar (laughs) (laughs) like i remember i remember trying it and being like this is it this is the candy that they all love
0: (laughs) I mean, I, like, I, I remember distinctly, like, me getting Jawbreakers because of Ed and Eddie, too. And one of my most distinct memories about Jawbreakers is that I had one that was, like, bright blue, and I was eating it. And it always my, my made my fingers, like, sticky and blue. And then I got it all over a school library book, and I had to buy it because I completely ruined it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, like, if you get, like, the really big ones, you know, the ones that fill the entire palm of your hand, like, that's mm. that's like a that's not even like a candy that's just a burden that you have like and and, <laughs> and like and when you look at it like it makes your tongue sore and it makes like you feel really gross like as you're eating like this ball of just sugar like of like compressed dense rock hard sugar uh, I liked it as a
0: kid. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I would be I, like I would that. be
1: lying. Like, as an adult, that I don't think I could have another jawbreaker. I'm not oh, sure God, what would no. happen to me. But the like, best
0: kind of uh, I would breakers. die. I
2: would the, literally die. The it's best too kind much. of jawbreakers are the spice ones that feel like they're burning a hole in the side of your mouth. Oh That's yeah, like the fireball right ones.
1: I do like yeah. those, but I I would prefer I would rather just get like the cinnamon bears. To be honest, cinnamon um, bears. Yeah, you know, yeah. like the cinnamon flavored like chewy. I like
0: chocolate bears. covered cinnamon bears. Is that a thing? Cinnamon yeah. bears. You've never had cinnamon bears? No. Oh, they're like they're gummy gummy bears but yeah. taste like cinnamon.
1: They're not they're they're not made with gelatin, so they're not chewy like gummy bears, but they're like soft and Where uh, the they're
0: f- have these things been my entire
2: life. They
1: sound they've burning. been everywhere. They're all around you. I can't escape cinnamon bears. <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> and like a,
0: uh, and you can cover them in chocolate too, which <laughs> are really freaking great. Um,
1: yeah. Um, so, so yeah, the, neither of the ones I mentioned are food that I still want. But like, you, I, I think both everyone was curious about them. <laughs> so there you go.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, what's your favorite Scooby Doo? Scoobert Dubert Villard.
1: Um. Hmm, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Charlie the robot. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, that thing. <laughs> I love, like, it's such a, oh, it's such a wild, like, did we talk about the story of the Charlie the Robot episode when I brought up the old episodes of Scooby-Doo? Because that one is like, <laughs> it's like, it's really bad writing. It's like, a, like, they go.
0: Isn't it, isn't it like they're pretending that the, like, there's, like, trying to say that, that robot is alive and it's supposed to be a helper or something?
1: Yeah, so like the the robot was supposed to be designed to like uh, to to operate everything in like an amusement park, and uh, and like it it ends with like like the the guy who owns the amusement park's wife like comes around the corner like inexplicably and says I don't like the robots, and so they're like okay we'll get rid of them, and so <laughs> like the robots, the robots <laughs> like at the end of the cartoon. Uh, I don't remember Wait, exactly what they the, do. I, they're like, what? Aren't they like? Are they actually robots? Like, yeah, they're they're really? real. They're real robots.
0: Oh my god! I was I, I was I under the impression one, that he was pre- just one
1: robot, like who's like really fast and like and like. It, there's a like that episode also just has like loads of recycled animation of like this robot like climbing up a roller coaster like as it's uh, like as it's moving and like. <laughs> I don't know just like a lot of it's hard to describe especially since it's been a long time since I've seen it as in like a couple months uh but mm. the the Charlie the robot episode is just I feel like it's like the the quintessential example of how rushed the writing in the old Scooby-Doo episodes was uh and Ooh. I just love it banished <laughs> by <my> wife <laughs> yeah so that's mine
0: uh, all right. Uh, and Cirque. Okay,
2: I have two options. I kind of took the uh philosophy with this of it's stuff that I wanna that I wanna eat, but stuff that I can actually pick my ass up and go get right now if I'm really dedicated to getting it. So, mm. my first choice would be the gray stuff from Beauty and the Beast because I mean, it's so mysterious. It's delicious. Yeah that's all we know about it But what does it actually taste like What is it it looks like some sort of, I, of
1: some sort? I kind of imagined black licorice I could do
2: black licorice I could do that
0: But yeah, yeah. I always think it was like, like something savory Like a like a gray poupon or something
1: Yeah see that's that's the thing about the gray stuff Is It, it really is An enigma in that We interpreted it Quite differently <laughs> Um yeah. I don't know. That's a good answer. I'm I'm actually really frustrated that I'll never know.
2: <laughs> I mean, like, here's the thing though. I can go to Disney World and if I get lucky with like reservations and stuff, I could go have that BR guest and like actually tell you people what it tastes like. I am going to They have the gray stuff? They do have the grey stuff at BR guest. Okay.
1: Alright, because I was going to look up I looked up ingredients for the gray stuff. Um like uh, recipes and it looks like most people are doing like a sort of mousse with like uh with like oreos that have been processed oh god um Ooh. yeah so overall probably not too bad and i'm willing to bet i would be able to veganize it if i really wanted to
2: Nice. so yep the gray stuff yep my second option would be the uh the thai titular did i say that right titular Titular. titular 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 yeah yeah titular ratatouille from the film ratatouille
0: oh. oh that's a f- <laughs> good answer oh Thank my you. god that is. Yes.
1: you know like i haven't had i haven't had that ratatouille obviously uh i have mm-hmm. made ratatouille it is like a, a super super easy recipe to make uh yeah it's mm-hmm. basically just you know roasted vegetables and tomato sauce it's like uh but it it is uh very, very good
2: it's just the presentation in a movie full of like really elaborately presented meals and stuff it's it's top notch it's it ma- it makes it look really savory it makes I am, it yeah, as someone who doesn't really like vegetables, it makes me want to try try it even more
1: yeah, I'm curious how it would taste to have ratatouille as a fancy dish considering it's basically made of like the cheapest produce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh you know you know what I would like to do? Once they open up the ratatouille ride in uh Epcot here, I would totally live to go to the French restaurant there and order some ratatouille. Oh, I would
1: go on the ride with well, ratatouille. I mean I would go on the I ride at go, the same I would, time. I would I, yeah, I would go on the ride with a fanny pack full of ratatouille and I would eat it with my hands as I ride the ride. And when they take my picture at the end of the ride, I'll be a big
2: sloppy boy. Good, (laughs) Casey, what
0: the (laughs) fuck? It's perfect. It's perfect. Never change Casey. Okay. Um, And your favorite scooper dupert villain. Okay.
2: So Casey HG, as we, the three of us know, Scooby-Doo had a crossover movie with the WWE a couple years ago. Yes. Oh my so, God. my favorite Scooby-Doo villain has to be Vince McMahon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Was he really the villain in that? I would guess
2: as much. I do not actually okay. know. But honestly, oh, he's yeah. a
0: villain wherever he goes. That is fair. That is completely fair. Alright. I will accept so, that. I will accept that. It's him, Austin. Um, ah, shit. Ah, son, son of bitch. a bitch. <laughs> um, but uh, okay. So, for me, I'm going for something somewhat in the same vein of you guys, because I feel like people like nailed all like the little things that, like as a kid, I was just like, oh my god, I want to eat that. Um, there's some other stuff that I had out there, but um, that I were, I've seen out there that I would really like eat as well. But the thing that really struck me as something that I want to eat as a kid, and I honestly have zero interest eating it as an adult now, um, is, uh, so there was an episode of uh, Doug where Doug was basically forced to eat a plate of liver and onions.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember that episode, and it's like a huge ordeal.
0: yeah, it's like a huge ordeal. He has like existential crises about how this liver and onion situation. And then he finally eats it and he enjoys it. Uh, and ever since then, and I was like, oh, I should try liver and onions. That was something I was at. And I actually like the way it looked in the show, too. So I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but my mother always said no because she always said it was nasty. So I don't know if she, <laughs> she, she doing it that's, or That's whatever. the
1: opposite of what happens in that show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, uh. Uh, I kind of just wanted to tell that story, but at the same time, uh, I also wanted to bring up that. Uh, so there's an episode where. Doug's grandmother comes into town and she's like this really she rides a motorcycle she's like doesn't believe in time and all this stuff she's just like this really out there lady Uh, and there's a whole thing where she was eating she got went took Doug to go eat sushi and that was another thing where I was like oh I should try that sometime and I mentioned it to my dad and my dad mentioned that how he can make his own sushi and then I finally get to have his sushi and I really loved it so that was actually a positive experience with that um so yeah uh, I kind of just wanted to tell those two stories more than anything else because there's like that's fine, but like, but yeah, like those are examples of like food as a kid that I from cartoons that I remember really wanted to eat. I actually remember um,
1: one more that's I think really interesting.
0: All uh, right, did go I, ahead. Did
1: I, did, I, did any of you see Mickey and the Beanstalk?
0: I did. <laughs> yes all the food for making the beanstalk
1: okay but what i was going to say was like the tiny slice of bread that's like translucent yes. and like, it's like a piece of paper onto the. 100 onto oh, like yes every time i, I that. saw that i was like so curious what it's like to eat like a translucent paper thin piece of bread
2: casey <laughs> casey casey you're going full hipster there you want to taste the essence of bread Yeah, I want to
1: taste the
0: LaCroix bread flavor. Um, Yeah. Uh, And uh, favorite scoobert Dubert villain for me? Uh, When I'm on a rush here, I will go ahead and say uh, the Creeper, just because his entire gimmick is that he just says, Creeper, Creeper. And I just think that is wonderful.
1: Yeah, the Scooby-Doo villains are really... (laughs) Actually, They're I dumb. I got, love it. You They're gotta lazy, love them. Though. Like it's like <laughs> Yeah, one of them unfortunately one of them was Geronimo's ghost. And that one
0: uh, like sometimes sometimes Wasn't Scooby-Doo, there a witch doctor one too?
1: Yeah, there was probably like the the thing about like mm. scooby doo did a lot of very culturally insensitive things back in the day. Yeah. Like not not only not only with their villains occasionally, but like there would always be stuff like, ooh, look how spooky this art from another culture is. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh, creepy totem pole. And it's like, oh, okay, okay, come on. <laughs> like, come please on, just like <laughs> A totem
0: pole, God's most horrifying artwork. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, so like,
2: I don't
0: know.
1: Yeah. Uh, that being said, I think we all had good answers for this.
2: Thank you. Yes.
1: Including the people who wrote in. Very good answers all
2: around. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Some really some really you. neat choices there on that front. The dog food guy? Well, the dog food <laughs> person. You... That, that, that was such a good choice. I would not have thought of that.
0: Alright. So, for the next episode, our prompt is... Hmm. hmm. You know what? Let's do this. Uh... Favorite, favorite, oh, hmm. All right. I was thinking, like, favorite episode about a feast because it's Thanksgiving or something. I don't know. But that would be two food ones in a row. Yeah. Um. How about this, F- it. Uh, favorite dragon from a cartoon.
2: Oh, that's a good choice. All right. That's a real good choice.
0: Yeah. So okay. Uh, just give us. Uh. Your responses by either emailing it at Toontown at gmail.com or replying to the tweet that should be posted at around the same time this is posted uh, with the hashtag Toontown prompt. Uh, yeah, just, and if you ever want to answer our previous prompt, you can always write in to uh, the email that we got there. Hey, Aris, uh, So, what's that?
2: Alex Aki, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much yes. for doing all right work on all this,
0: especially this episode, because yeah. you're going to get have to take a lot of borks out of it. Yeah. Not too many Borks. Um, some Borks. But yeah, some Borks. Uh, but yes. Uh, I say preserve as many Borks as possible. Anyways. Um, more Borks. More Borks. More, more borks.
1: borks. More Borks.
0: Let's do it. <laughs> you can find us on our website, which is uh, toontownpublicworks.com. Casey? Uh yeah,
1: check our show notes to see what cartoons we watched today. Uh, although, uh, last time we did this, we did not put up those cartoons. Uh, yeah, because them. Because, uh, alright, so go ahead and check our website to find a link to Anemia and Iodine. And if you want to see the other <laughs> cartoons, then you're just going to have to look because we don't want to endorse those if channels. You, if no. you want to see the other no. cartoons, Why? yeah you don't like i you know what i'm i'm taking control you you're not you're not going to watch them <laughs> it's just not
2: happening we will come to uh, your house and hold you down and take your computer away from you
0: if you try and watch them yes all right all right so uh and with that uh oh yeah also uh leave a review for us on itunes or wherever you listen to this podcast that always helps us a lot Uh, There's our Patreon, patreon.com slash ttpw, where you can get bonus content and help fund our lovely, lovely editors. Uh, And yeah, with that, I'm HT the Raccoon. I'm Casey the Dog. I'm Sir, the Black Cat. And this has been Toontown Public Works. And these tunes have been spooky. Send us pictures of your pets. Show us your dogs and cats. And also Happy Halloween. Show their their costumes if you get them. That'd be great. (laughs) Show us dog costumes. Show us cat costumes. Show us any costumes. Do it.
2: Dress your pets up in really f***ing dorky costumes and then show them to us. Yes.
0: Amuse Um, us.
1: (laughs) Exploit your
2: pets. (laughs) 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 No, now we're the explorers. (laughs) Good Good night. Good night, friends.
0: Happy Halloween.